All right. Hello, everybody. Thank you guys for joining our IMTS webinar and podcast. My name is Rochelle Muckle. I'm the Exhibitions Operations Administrator here at AMT, and thank you for joining. Um, today, we have a special podcast um, about with one of our IMTS vendors. We have Derek Monroe from Freeman Electric, so thank oh, you. Oh, I actually thought when it said Electrical 101 with Freeman Electric, I thought maybe that was somebody's name. Freeman Electric. <laughs> Freeman Electric is our it, vendor. Who knows, right? Who knows? Who knows? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yes, Derek, thank you for joining us. For those who don't know Derek, Derek is our account manager at IMTS, so he helps us with getting everything set and everything ready for the show and also helps all of our exhibitors as well. So thank you for joining us, Derek. And as always, we have our wonderful marketing gunslinger looking a little bit confused right now. <laughs> you know, electrical is always confusing to me. You know, I'm an old exhibitor and, and, and uh, yeah. you know, maybe, I, I guess maybe the operative word there is old. So, uh, uh, <laughs> you know. So we'll we'll see how Derek how Derek whether if I can understand it, then you then doggone it, you guys better be able to understand this. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys both for joining us, Steve Miller, and Derek Monroe. So I'm gonna pass it on to you guys. Okay. Hey, thanks, Rochelle. Uh, you know, and and you know what? Normally you start by saying all righty. All righty, right. we're ready to go. And you just said all right, everybody. But uh, so you you kind of caught me off guard there a little bit. So, so Derek, hey, good to see you. You're uh, just south of Salt Lake City. That's, That's uh, pretty yeah. pretty close to God's country. Yeah. You know, you know those About of us. 5, on, those, feet. Yeah, those of us on the western part of the U.S. We get it. You know, we we get it. Compared <laughs> to those on the other side. So okay. so you're going to be you're you're. You know, you're talking to us today about the electrical part for the for the exhibitors, and of course, we probably have people from small small exhibitors, you know, to the ten by tens, all, all the way up to the mega, you know, those mega booths that are multi-story with bowling alleys and cafeterias in them and stuff like that. So uh, hopefully, you can yep. you can kind of make it make it clear for for everybody. Uh, um, so where where do we start? Where do we start with this? You just say, I guess, if you need electrical. Watch this webinar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, to that point, you're, you know, we're going to cover a lot of information today um, in relatively a short amount of time. Um, we could speak probably for, you know, hours on electrical services and um, everyone's specific individual needs. But uh, we're going to cover, cover the basics, what things are important, you know, what things the exhibitors can do to help themselves. Um, and what things they can do to help us um, provide them the best service once we get there to the floor and you know prior to in their pre-show planning and things of that nature. So we've got a lot to cover. We'll uh, try to make it as in-depth and um, keep it uh, you know in to, to layman's terms. And you know we can get technical when we need to, um, but for for all the for all the exhibitors that are you know going to be listening, they're going to. Um, you know, want to see or listen or hear some of the basic questions, things like that, and how they can get started. So we'll go ahead and yeah. cover that. Let's keep it in one-syllable words, because I majored in electives in college. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, uh, That's the plan. All right, good. All righty. <laughs> you said it. All right. 
All right. There we go. Whoa, back. Yeah, so the first thing that we really, you know, the biggest thing for any exhibitor is ordering their electrical services. Um, with Freeman, or it really, you know, this a lot of this information can be used on any other shows, too, that they may exhibit, you know, to prior to. But we're going to focus on, you know, what we need as, as the provider. Um, a lot of things that they battle with are how do they calculate the requirements, how, you know, or in other words, how much power do I need to order for my booth? Uh, we are going to cover, we have a cheat sheet. Um, in our kit for that, for the, and this is more so for the smaller exhibitors, the guys that are, you know, the inline booths, the smaller um, island booths, um, all the way up to some of the bigger guys when they have miscellaneous pieces of equipment or, you know, that mini fridge that they want to bring or a coffee machine, et cetera. This will give them some information on how much power they need to order for that um, and so forth um, okay. so that they can plan ahead. Um, we're going to kind of cover the order form. We have a sample of the, one of the order forms there. Um, the order form is quite extensive for a show like IMTS just because of the um, unique requirements that uh, each exhibitor uh, potentially can have. So we've uh, kind of put an extensive order form out there for them to um, give them options. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next most important thing once they figure out what they need um, is their floor plan. And that can really make or break their budget when we talk about um, labor as we get involved with this discussion, uh, just on the information that they provide us and how how things flow once we get to show site to execute and you know actually install the equipment in the right locations with the right voltages, et cetera, the things that they've asked for. So we're going to cover those things and talk about orientation and dimensions and um, specific areas that they don't want electricity, and then also some overhead um, discussion as well. How long have you been doing this, Derek? Um, I've been working in the electrical field within trade shows for, oh, shoot, since 2002, so a little over 13 years, or 14 years. Okay, I just want to make sure that you know what you're talking about here, okay? <laughs> so we just... Don't, don't yeah, I have a lot of experience. I've seen a lot of different things, both good and bad. Um, but we like to focus on the good, so yeah, uh, yep. that's that's where it's taken us. Okay. All right. So, do you need me to click the slide? Or no, I could. That's right. right. There we go. So, like I said, the first thing, the most important thing, is what as an exhibitor is, you know, what do I need to order? I'm bringing in. Um, anywhere or anything from maybe a small monitor to um, multiple monitors if I'm a larger booth to a massive machine that's going to be doing some cutting and you know uh, demonstrations. So unfortunately I can't tell you exactly what your machine that's going to be coming in to do cutting and uh, whatnot but I can give you direction on where to find that information if you're unsure uh, we can talk about that. But on the smaller things, you're bringing coffee pots maybe to serve coffee or you know, demonstrate something. Um, we have in the exhibitor kit, which you can find, and we'll plug this probably multiple times on the IMTS e-kit, um, you can find this form. It's called the Electrical Usage Guide. And this um, gives you a basic guideline of amperages 
or wattages for various pieces of equipment, just common household items that require electricity, whether it's a monitor, um, you know, a refrigerator, maybe a full-size refrigerator that you're going to have in your storeroom, in your booth, to mini fridges, to um, large displays of, you know, larger monitors, to smaller computers, to laptops, to, um, I don't know, the most common things that you would see are household goods that uh, require electricity. You know, they're the hardest ones. I have a question about this. Um, we get a you bet. We have a few um, international exhibitors who call, and of course they use different um, electrical terms mm -hmm. overseas. So do you guys have anything to accommodate them on the portal? or? So um, we don't, well, as far as the order forms, they, everything has to be converted. Um, if, if you're an international exhibitor that requires, uh, your equipment requires 220 volts uh, to, to operate, then we can certainly supply that. Uh, we do have, for some of these common, th common things, and one thing that we do see a lot is um, the international exhibitors will come in with, say, computer equipment, laptop equipment that's configured, or when I say configured, it's built to, you know, plug into the European or international 220 system. Mm -hmm. um, we do have some adapters that we have um, that we can rent them to. Kind of a, it still works on the 110 system or 110 voltage system, um, but it plugs into a 220 plug so that they can actually um, utilize those. Most equipment, laptop computers, things like that, are dual voltage equipment, so the equipment itself recognizes whether or not it's hooked to 110 or to 220. Um, that's what that big transformer that you carry around with your laptop is really for, is to kind of monitor that voltage. Okay. Uh, so we do have options for them. Again, if they have something specific that they need, they can definitely reach out to us, um, and we can go over the you know the specifics and see if there's something that we can, you know a solution that we can come up for, uh, come up with for them. Sure. Um, so just. Going back to requirements when we're talking about machines, if you have a machine that you're bringing in, whether it be small, large, um, and maybe you don't, maybe you do, maybe you don't have access to your technical staff, um, there on every piece of equipment there should be some sort of nameplate or sticker, and this goes from any you know massive machine that you're bringing, or all the way to um, a laptop, for example, uh, and on that sticker it will tell you what your voltage requirements are and what the amperage that it needs, you know, or will utilize while it's running under full load. Um, so we use that a lot to determine um, the needs for, you know, exhibitors as they call us or reach out to us. You know, we've gotten anything from pictures to we've done video Skypes, you know, things like that to where we walk them through to find that information if they need us to. Sure. Yeah, and that would be easy, though. You know, they is even if they don't know, they just like you say, they just take a snapshot of the of the nameplate. You know, so yep. You know, and you go, oh, there it is. That's exactly right. I mean, it's again, it's not everyone is uh, attuned to know where this information is. We've seen right. it a lot, so we're more than happy to help them find it. And then once you know, it's like anything else. Once you find it, you're kind of like, exposed to it. You, you become a, an expert really quick. So that's what, <laughs> that's what we aim to do is to teach, teach those 
involved to make it easier on them and us. Absolutely. Then do we need you? Uh, well, you know, we still yes, need you? you always need me. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay, learn so once we... Uh, once you calculate those requirements, the next thing that you're going to want to do is actually place your order with us. Um, again, the ordering forms can all be found on the IMTS website via the e-kit. Um, we have a sample form here on the slide here. This is for 208 volt um, power. But there are multiple forms. And when I say multiple, there's I don't know, a good dozen or so different forms for various things, such as 120 volt electricity to the 208 volt to 480 volt to lighting um, or supplemental lighting that you may want in your booth for highlighting pieces of equipment or uh, some sort of structure um, or display, um, as well as labor order forms. So there's a lot of information in all of these forms that we uh, give. And it's really one of the best resources if you do have questions. Um, offline or post, you know, these uh, podcasts, things of that nature, it's the best resource to go to um, first if you have a simple question. And then obviously, if you can't find the answer in the kit, by all means, please contact us. A mm -hmm. um, couple things that's important to our IMTS exhibitors is if they may have an overhead service that they need, um, we really don't have a specific part number or a way that we can, do, you know, definitively uh, mark that in our system. So what we ask you to do is on your on your order form when you're placing your order or calling it in, um, just to let us know which specifics, uh, you know, outlets, you know, you may need five of a, a specific outlet. And if one of those needs to be an overhead service, then we just ask you to mark it to the side, it's, you know, so that we know to uh, separate that from, from the, the rest of the order. Now, when, you, um, when you're referring to the overhead service, uh, uh, and maybe I'm, I'm not sure about it. Now, you're talking about either for, say, some type of hanging, uh, uh, hanging sign, uh, or are you talking about a drop-down into yeah, the Yeah, so, so both. So if you're an exhibitor that has a hanging sign that needs power for, for whatever reason, right? Mm -hmm. um, Say it's rotating or something like that or lit. Or maybe it's rotating. Maybe it's yeah. lit um, internally. So you would need an overhead drop for that. Then, you know, if you had, say, as an example, if you had four or 500-watt outlets in your booth, um, but the fifth one needed to be an overhead service for that for a 500-watt, then we would ask you to just mark, you know, four or five on the floor or one of five overhead mm -hmm. and you know, you can still order the same quantity. The cost for the outlet's no different. Um, there's a little bit, the labor itself is different. There's a little bit more uh, labor involved with an overhead service. Um, but itself, as far as the cost of the outlet, it's just a matter of whether or not we bring it from the floor or bring it from the ceiling. Okay. And I do want um, to throw out there also that we do have a um, new to this IMTS 2016. We have a hanging sign wizard, as well as hanging truss and lighting wizard. So if you guys um, do have a hanging sign or hanging truss, look out for those in your e-kit. You'll want to go through that wizard, and that will incorporate all of this stuff. Wizard? Yeah. Yeah, the hanging sign, hanging truss wizard. And, you yeah. know, from the electrical standpoint, uh, 
We, I think that right now the only piece that we have in there is the uh, rotating motors as part of that. Yeah. Um, so if you have any, you know, questions or whatnot, uh, you know, as far as ordering, you know, the Wizard is the best place to go for that. Okay, cool. Um, another kind of, uh, I wouldn't call it a glitch or just a hiccup that we commonly have with these large machinery shows is uh, we get uh, requests for unique or what we consider to be unique voltages. And we unfortunately can't accommodate all of them. Uh, so what we do is have built a system that uh, has made it really easy for us to kind of adapt. So what we, the most common ones that we see um, on, on events like this are 380 or requests for 380 and 400 volt systems or services. Um, and we do have transformers that are um, adaptable to accommodate those voltages. However, those voltages you'll find are, you know, as an exhibitor, are not listed on the form. So what we do is we ask you, you actually order the 480 volt service at the amperage that you need. And then what we'll do is, if you'll let us know, again, be the same way, either an email, a phone call, um, even on the form, you can just request that that be um, delivered at 380 volts or 400 volts, then we can accommodate you. And more often than not, I can guarantee you that if you do that, and once we get the order, it's going to be followed up with a phone call um, to the exhibitor themselves, just because we want to make sure that we have everything right, because we know that that voltage is very important in the actual functioning of the machine that it's going to. So, and that goes the same way with 208 volt orders. Um, we have a team of account coordinators or production coordinators that we call them um, in Chicago that on every 208 order, every 480 order, 380 order that we see that comes through our, that, you know, comes through our um, office um, or system that we actually touch base with them personally just to make sure that we're not missing anything and we have all the, you know, all the information that we need to move forward. Yeah, and I'm going to jump in and say, you know, you said that, you know, if they, if they fill out the form like that, that you guys are going to call them, but I would certainly say don't wait for the phone call. Uh, no, absolutely. Got, it, yeah, if you've got not, that, uh, if you've got an odd service that you're looking for, then you know, then make sure you make you know take take the initiative to to, to contact Freeman. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, helpful to us if they're you know if they're proactive mm -hmm. uh, with you know you're kind of giving us the quote unquote heads up that it's coming because even if we don't see it or haven't seen it, I mean it could be. The fact that you are filling currently, you know, say as we speak, right, um, filling the information out, you give us a phone call or shoot us an email saying, hey, look, look for this coming down the pipeline. Right. Now we're aware and at yeah. least know that it's coming. Yep. Got a heads up. Good. Yep. The next biggest thing on the order form is, uh, and, and with the exhibitor power is 24-hour power. 24-hour um, power is really important uh, only because... You know, it can make or break a presentation um, or, you know, kind of the planning of the way you market your product in your booth. Um, kind of go over some of the quick facts. 24-hour power starts or begins the day before the show opens um, and ends at the close of the show. Uh, we usually 
running about an hour, hour and a half longer than the close of the show just to give um, the individual exhibitors time to, uh, to pump it, do pump outs, uh, park their machines, kind of prepare their machines for packaging and shipping. So, uh, however, we do offer extended power. So if you need power, you're working late during setup and still need time to configure a machine or calibrate something, uh, let us know. Come see us at, you know, on the floor. We're on the floor level. We also have a, a representative down at the service desk. Come see us. We can make arrangements to leave the power on a little longer if needs be. Or, or get it on earlier. Yeah. Or earlier. Exactly. Yeah. I think I'd probably, uh, I probably. I'm guessing that's probably the the more, more common request. Yeah. It? So you know, they, sometimes they just need it for a day or two. You know, mm -hmm. they'll say, oh, we need to, we're, we're going late. We need to just keep it on, but we can shut it off later." Or, you know, what we're going to be working late. We're not sure what time we're going to finish. Right. Can we leave it on around the clock for the next day or so? Yeah. Um, so you know, there's definitely options, and we've worked you know around. We can work around all of them. Okay. So. Um, once you get that order submitted or put together, right? So you kind of you're in maybe a third of the phase of your planning. You've got you know what you need. Um, now you need to uh, tell us where you want it, um, and that's you what? know. What they need to tell you where they want electricity. <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah. man! You guys are demanding. We're really good at a lot of things, but guessing is not one of them. <laughs> um, a lot of, and this can go from as simple as if you're an inline booth, um, you know, to being located at the uh, the back of your booth. The standard uh, location for any inline booth that, if you place an order and do not uh, specify location, then that outlet would be placed at the back center of your booth, whether that's a 10 by 30, 10 by 80, or a 10 by 10. Ooh, 10 um, by 80. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So. However, if you have specific locations that you want the power placed, um, we ask that you give us some information on top of not only the location specifically, but it allows us to determine, you know, uh, where or kind of kind of it creates a checks and balances system for those locations. So we ask you to give us orientation of your booth, and what that means is you don't have to necessarily know which direction is north. But if you can provide us with the surrounding booth numbers of your partners um, that are, you know, your neighbors that are going to be there, um, that helps us determine which way your booth is facing on this, you know, your specific floor plan. Um, the dimensions, what we call or consider the dimensions, are not just the dimensions of your booth size, but also the actual x and y coordinates of the positions of each outlet. So if I need from the front of my booth. Um, you know, five feet in and ten feet from the left side of my booth, uh, that you provide those dimensions so that we can, you know, pinpoint and your placement within, you know, those uh, those okay. marks. Mm -hmm. Any specific areas? There's a lot of times where, with these, um, you know, when you have a big piece of machinery that you necessarily can't lay cords in a specific spot on the booth. So any specialized areas like that where that we ask you to mark those on a floor plan that say do not lay cords in this area or cabling because there's some massive plate that this machine's going to sit on or you know 
I don't necessarily have to have all the specifics. I just need something that says you can't lay cords here. Okay, no problem. Um, do not drop areas. Services where, let's say, you have a massive canopy and um, it's not really penetrable, so we can't come through the canopy with um, overhead services if that's you know what your booth requires. Anything specific like that. Um, also, uh, if you have overhead lighting requirements or non-trust mounted lighting, um, or what we consider parkans that are just going to highlight some either display properties on your booth or actual machines, um, that you note those on the print as well as far as where you want them located and kind of a direction of how you want that lighting focused. Um, that gives us an idea because what happens is once all this information is given, you give us the floor plan, you give us the order, we match up your floor plan with your actual order to make sure that they match. Okay? And then we go and we actually do a little bit of design work and we take the, the floor port system and we determine which ports that uh, you know we can pull certain power from and how much power we can pull from it. And we kind of design it so that when the electrician actually gets to your booth on day one, when we move into the hall to start laying your power, um, he has a what we call a red line drawing. It's, it's literally marked in red pen of where we've drawn out each cord from every port to where it needs to go based on the information that he's given us. And the reason we do that is to uh, decrease the amount of um, thought process, if you will, for this electrician who's, you know, come to McCormick's place. He doesn't really have to sit there and think about where he needs to run power from and where to run it to. We've done that legwork for him. He just needs to get out there and install the cords. So it actually saves you some time uh, on show site on your labor charges by doing that. So Yeah, it should save that's, time as well as human error. You know, yeah, so. that, that's correct. And, you know, it, that's one of the things that we do, um, and we do it for every exhibitor that has, um, that provides us a floor plan. So, I mean, yeah. you know, on, on this show we'll have more than a thousand floor plans that we will actually touch and redline every one of them. So, um, you know, now we're to a point to talk about uh, what we consider poor examples of a floor plan. And like, um, you know, a lot of exhibitors have outside parties, whether it be their display house, IND house, that uh, put together floor plans for them so that we understand that they're not always involved in um, this aspect of the planning. Um, so sometimes they'll get paper copies or they'll print paper copies that they receive from um, these outside parties, and then they'll fax them in and scan or scan them in and send them to us. It's great; we appreciate the effort, but a lot of times there's a lot of information that's not transposed. Yeah, not there um, in those uh, these replications of these floor plans. So a lot of times, if the exhibitor will just reach out to the party that provided them, they can also send them or send us directly the PDF file or the CAD file for that drawing, and then we can print out a, a very clear, crisp floor plan. Um, so any anything that we would consider bad would be something, obviously, that's not legible. Uh, fax copies are not really uh, conducive for what we do. Um, if there's outlets that are on there, but they're not clearly defined as to either what they are or where they need to go. Um, orientation is not noted. Um, 
things that we look for. There's a few things that we look for specifically as soon as we get the print from an exhibitor. And it's one is does it have orientation? Number two, uh, does it have a main drop location? So um, let's say I have multiple outlets in my booth, but um, I need them to be distributed from one specific location. Okay, is that main drop location noted on the print? Um, does it have dimensions? Okay, so have the, all of the outlets that are on this floor plan have uh, dimensions that we are that are legible and and clearly marked uh, for us to utilize. And the fourth one is, does the order match the print? So does your physical electrical order match what's on your floor print? If you've ordered four outlets and you have seven on your floor print, there's going to be a, we're going to, you know, kind of reach out. You're going to get a phone call. You're going to get a phone They're call. They're going to call you, you know, I yep. would. We're going to, we're going to ask the question and, you know, maybe it was something that changed um, either you know, in the plus section or maybe in the minus section, and uh, we'll address that with you at that time. And if you do it twice, Rochelle kicks you out of the show. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep right. them in line, Rochelle. So you know. all the way until the very... We've talked about complex, really, what we consider the more complex layouts um, and designs. There, you know, are also very simple ones, too. I only need two outlets in my booth. This is where... In the uh, kits or the electrical services kit, which you can find on the IMTS website through the e-kit, um, we have some sample layouts for different uh, types of booths, whether maybe you're in uh, a 10 by 10 inline, maybe you're a peninsula booth on the end of a, a you know of an inline row or group, or you're just a smaller um, island booth. You know, so we have samples that you can look at. And they really apply to any booth, whether big or small, um, that you can look at. And for those of you who don't have the uh, you know, luxury of having a third party do your design and floor planning for you, you need some sort of um, guidance or you know, like Steve with his little drawing. We have grids that we can actually um, custom, that you can create custom on the uh, uh, Freeman Online website, so you, there's a link to there uh, through the e-kit um, that you basically put in some parameters. You tell us that your booth is a 10 by 20. It gives you a 10 by 20 grid. You drag and drop the outlet, and it tells us exactly where they need to go. Um, drag and drop. We can That's send you, you or even email you blank PDF grids like this specifically set up for your booth size um, if that's something that you need help with. And I'm also available to draw people's floor plans, you know, if anybody needs help. Just, just we, would, uh, we would not turn it away. We might have to give you some instruction, but we wouldn't turn you away. $500. <laughs> um, just some other common things that we run into. Um, on the show site, if you require house lights to be turned off, you know, you've ordered some supplemental lighting either on trust and motors, um, through an outside vendor or through Freeman, or you know, you've ordered lights through us to highlight some of the display or properties in your booth space. Uh, some exhibitors want the house lights above their booth space turned off to kind of help make those items pop. Kind of you, you know, kind of turn the lights out in the in the room and then shine that shine that light on the one focal point. Um, we can definitely do that. You just let us know um, that you are going to need that done. It's Typically coordinated at show site, um, 
We can't really do anything with it other than make a note of it in the system until we get to show site. Um, but you know, by letting us know that we can you know plan ahead and make sure that we have the correct equipment to to do it. Um, also, there are occasions in which um, certain lights in the booth space cannot be turned out, whether they be emergency lighting, um, any lights over the aisles. We do have um, some fire rated product that we hang on the light structure itself to help shroud the light um, or block the light from a specific angle. Um, so we can do that as well. Um, and really, all of this is up to the discretion of um, show management. So there are certain areas with either within your booth space or you know if it's encroaching on an aisle or an emergency light, you know, et cetera. Um, those things we typically bring to either the floor manager or to show management directly for approval before we go ahead and start turning things off. Can I uh, request lights be turned off over my competitor's booth? <laughs> um, it's happened before. I would like Not to do that. Not necessarily an but uh, um, no, actually, the actual no? user itself has to request it in their request. But, uh, you know, Thanks, you can right? request anything. I can't guarantee the yeah. answer will be what you want. <laughs> I don't think it'd be difficult. Okay. Not that difficult. So. Okay. One um, of the uh, another tip for helping save. We all love to save money. Um, yes. Is to uh, help reduce you as the exhibitor some time and labor um, and material cost at show site if you supply some of the connectors yourself um, for your specific um, machine needs. Um, we have again in the in the form there is a page that has uh, the specifics as far as the, for the different amperages which connector is required or which ones that we utilize um, for those so you can source them on your own. Um, we also have made arrangements with uh, one one of our suppliers um, out of Las Vegas that uh, if you call them and talk to a gentleman by the name of Sam Sleeka. Uh, he will um, put together an estimate for custom cables, custom um, you know lengths, whatever you need to to match and marry up to our system. So um, it's we've had several exhibitors that have utilized it and have seen the return on their investment. Um, you know we have all of these tails and and, and connectors um, at our disposal to use. However. Um, a lot of times it's not cost effective for the exhibitor if they're using them year over year, you know, uh, kind of rolling them over um, because there is a rental cost associated with them. This is a, a way if you know that you're going to be uh, exhibiting with Freeman for, you know, the next little while that you can use those and, um, you know, speed the process up. You can pre-wire the machine. Uh, your technicians can hook the, the cables up to the machine. It comes with the, you know, you come, you have the connector, we test the voltage on our end, and then we hook it up. It's kind of a plug and play system. Awesome. Got to play um, nice, though. Still talking about saving money? Order? Yes, before sir. Before the deadline. This is the big one, folks. Been waiting for the um, big one. This is the big so one. The prices go up, I want to say it's around 7,000%. 7,000%. They yeah. were way up. Don't even 30%. don't don't even think about it. 
Don't wait order, till August. Order 10th. before the deadline. So you know as much information. You know the order, the floor plans. You can get that to us before the deadline. You're going to save a lot of money. If you can get your taxes in by April 15th, you can get this <laughs> in by August 10th. All right, doggone it. Yep. This is, and, and, and I'm you know I'm making fun of it, but it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing to me how many exhibitors don't do this. I agree. And no. just to kind of throw something else out there, all these deadlines for IMTS, we, we really um, put all in the same week. So this deadline is the same week that the registration deadline, it's the same week that it's the housing deadline. So pay attention to all the deadlines. We really try to make it easy for our exhibitors to save some money and hit all your forms before these deadlines. Don't spend money you don't have to spend. Absolutely. Yeah, and it also creates some time between the actual deadline date and the actual day that they arrive at the show to finalize those other details that don't have deadlines. Yeah. So, we kind of we try to incentivize it so that the sooner we get the information, you know, you're able to save some money and then, um, you know, kind of fine tune the things as we need to. Yeah. So it is it is an important one. Yeah. Um, and, if, and, and and remember, then, if you and if you need drawing, if you need me to do some drawing, my deadline is July first. So July first. There you go. Yeah. There you and go. then if you need to get a hold of us for what you know for whatever reason, um, between now and um, August 31st, when we hit the floor, um, by all means, we, our email addresses are here on this slide. Um, you can reach me on my cell phone number, 773-447-4034. Um, you can also go directly to show management um, if there's a question that you have for them. Um, we've also set up an email address for all of our electrical personnel that um, participate in the show. It's kind of a group email address that we all see and have access to. It's chicagoelectrical at freemanco.com. Um, you can reach out to us with you know any general questions that you may have, technical questions, things like that. We can get it dispersed to the right person to get your answers um, to you. Great. Is your phone ringing? Um, it is, and I'm sending it to voicemail. Did you hear the beep? Oh, Derek, you there? Still ringing. Oh well. I'm still here. I just want to see. I want to make sure that that is your number. See, you know. I'm oh, sorry. you said you yeah, said you're gonna. Seattle, so I'm calling you. I was calling you just to make sure. All right. It was so, okay. All right. So. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Derek, for joining us. That was very informational. I know it's going to be helpful for a lot of our exhibitors. And like Derek said, if you guys have any questions, feel free to contact him. You can contact us. Also, all the Freeman's contact info is also located in the e-kit. So um, check it out and make sure that you guys get all your forms and stuff submitted for, by August 10th. Or July 1st. Yeah, we look forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm just going to uh, finish, you know, finish my side by, by saying that, um, you know, you know, if you if you don't remember anything else, you, all the information you need, imts.com. Go to your e-kit. Uh, you can contact them, contact them through that. And I know that this sounds like, you know, what trade shows are. There, there's no question about it. Getting ready for a trade show, you got a lot of work to do. 
and so the best thing you could do is get started early. Uh, um, you know, shoot for the deadlines, but don't make the deadlines the deadline, so to speak. You know what I mean? I mean, don't wait till the last minute uh, to try to get everything done. Start now, and uh, because things like this, like electrical, you know. These these are those those things where you know you don't uh, uh, um, you know unplanned circumstances happen right and so uh, the better job you can do in advance to uh, fill out the forms get them in got any questions pick up the phone and call them don't wait till August August 9th to do that absolutely so, yeah so thanks Derek thanks very much for joining us today and uh, Rochelle my pleasure you're the boss now all right thank you guys take us home. Join us for the next IMTS podcast. Check out imts.com forward slash webinars for our schedule. And we look forward to seeing you guys next time. That's right. Thank you. And thank Thanks you, Thanks very much. And thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs>